saying goodbyes. Saying hello. You think your wife can hear you? No. Then why bother? Maybe I'm wrong. You're going to die. Maybe not. Hello, and welcome to Viva Action, the podcast where... What are you doing? I was yawning! <laughs> that was the most silent yawn, you were like this... God damn it, okay. Alright. Try it again. Yeah, from the top, from ladies the top. and gents. Okay. We're gonna go in three. I'm gonna close my eyes. We're gonna go in three. <laughs> We're gonna go in three, two, one. Hello, and welcome to Viva La Action, the movie podcast where we're talking all things action movies. The good, the bad, and the underrated. My name is Santi, and with me as always is my co-host, Grayson. Hello. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm good. Every time you do the intro, I feel like I always think you're gonna say the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yes. Which. That would probably be a better intro. Maybe a little bit. Maybe. Let me. We'll think about it. We'll think about it. Yeah. (laughs) I was going to say, I'll test it out, but. Because it, you know, it's kind of a pun because there's that movie. Right. The Bad and the Ugly. Yeah. And. Yeah. The good, the bad, and the. uh, I got nothing. Um, It's been a minute. Yeah. Um, How, I, you said how you were doing. You're good? Yeah, I'm doing all right. Okay, I'm also good. I'm vibing. We had a long conversation about vomit just before, yeah, so... it was real gross. Uh, we left that for off the podcast, yeah. because no one needs to hear that. Nope. Um, but it's a big week for us. It is. Um, it's the first time we've been back in the same room for about yeah. three weeks. Yep. Uh, well, no, that's not true, because we were in the same room yesterday. Well, but that's true. That, regardless. Yeah. Um, besides the point. It's besides the point. So, uh, I'm going to take a drink of water real quick. Yeah. Slurp it up. Almost said daddy. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're back. We're back. Um, yeah, it's a big week for us. Um, we're breaking with tradition a little bit here. Uh, and we're talking about a movie that just came out. Yep. Uh, this last Friday. Normally, we try to talk about... Because my, my whole thing is, like, I normally want to talk about a movie that I've had, like, time to think about. So I, I'm like, I, I usually don't want to talk about a movie that like just came out because it's like, I haven't had enough time to like process, process and like ruminate on it. But marinate. Fuck me. What was I talking about? Oh yeah. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Um, <clears throat> but we, we, we decided we'd break with tradition. Uh, we're talking about John Wick Four this Hell week. Yeah. Our one of our most anticipated movies of the year. The first one to, to come out the gate. Uh-huh. Um, part of it is we, we it's just a good movie, and we were excited so to talk about it. Um, and part of it is we, we were both really lazy and, yeah. and didn't want to. I, I had, I had I'd like done some, I'd started to like write some stuff for Man of Tai Chi, but um, I, I had food poisoning and like a whole bunch of other stuff happened. And I just yeah. didn't have time. Yeah. Um, so we're talking about John Wick 4. We're we're gonna do this a little bit differently. I didn't discuss this with you beforehand, but no, that's fine. What I'm thinking is because this is a movie that literally just came out. I think we're gonna break this review into two parts. Okay. So for the first, I don't know, twenty thirty minutes, we're gonna talk about the film without spoiling it. 
Okay. So we'll just talk about in broad strokes like the the plot and the like what we thought of it, kind of whether we'd recommend it or not. We'll do a a clean break, so we'll say like from here, spoiler time. Yeah. Um, and then we'll get into the the, the nitty gritty. The nitty gritty. Uh, <laughs> Hit the gritty. I just. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We are the worst. We are the worst. Um, yeah, so... Uh, are, you, are you done? Oh, there's a drill. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, man. This is going to be loose. There's a drill. We were putting up some shelves in this room. Uh, that shelf over there. Because we got uh, the, the BTS I was looking Lego. at that. Yeah. yeah, it looks dope as it hell. It does look cool. It took like three hours to put together. Really? Mm-hmm. Yep. It took longer than the the Star Wars helmets. Was it just like a lot of technical? There's shit? a lot of technical stuff, and it was just like, like you can see like the words and stuff. Like, oh, took forever to oh, put together. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that was fun. For this is our Lego <laughs> spinoff podcast. <laughs> I like the donut. Actually, that wouldn't be a bad idea. That'd be a very. If good we ever idea. start a Patreon, like yeah. sometime in the future, yeah, we should have like Lego chat. Oh, and that'll be like our like bonus yes. episode. Okay. Yes, absolutely. We're gonna put that. We're, yep. we're filing that away. Yeah. Um. Anyway, anywho, John Wick Four, banger um, of a movie, banger of a movie. You kind of just spoiled what I was going to ask you, but that's okay. Um, that's fine. Ask it anyway. Well, we're 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 talking John Wick Four. Yeah. Uh, it's the fourth entry in the John Wick franchise. Week. Um, this one directed by uh, Chad Stahelski. So he directed. Uh, he was co-director on the first one, and then he also directed two and three okay. solo. This movie was written by Shay Hatton and Michael Finch, um, based on characters created by Derek Kolstad, who wrote uh, 1, 2, and 3. He was not involved in the writing process on this one. Um, Do we know why? No. I looked into it, and I think he's just busy doing other stuff. Because he also wrote, he wrote Nobody, Mm. um, and he wrote, I think he might have written... Hotel Artemis and a couple uh, other things. Okay. Um, so he's like he's busy doing stuff. He just stuff. had a full plate. He just had a full plate. So gotcha. Um, as always, the film stars Keanu Reeves as Mr. Absolute Legend, Mr. Jordani Jovanovic, yeah. uh, also known as John Wick. Yeah. Um, but it also co-stars Ian McShane, Lance Reddick, rest in peace. Yeah. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne, who all return as the manager, the concierge, and the Bowery King, respectively. But we also get some new players in this, so we get. Rina Sawayama, who plays Akira. Uh, we get Hiroyuki Sanada, who plays uh, Shimazu. Donnie Yen as Kane. Shamir Anderson as the tracker, or as he calls himself, Nobody. Um, Marco Zoror as Chidi. And Scott Adkins as Killa. Plus Bill Skarsgård as the Marquis. And many, many others. Bill Skarsgård. Is he related to the... The guy in It? He is the guy in It. Yeah. <laughs> That's Pennywise. That's the same guy? Yep. Mm-hmm. There's So there's... Okay, so the Scars Guards, Whoa. right? I guess we can get into this. The Scars Guards, there's like four of them. Um, there's Stellan, who's their dad. Okay. Um, and he's the guy that's in Thor. He's like the scientist guy in the first two Thor movies. I didn't see any of the first two. Thor oh, that's okay. You know, he's he's also in a bunch. He's in a bunch of stuff. Yeah. You'd recognize him if you saw him. Great. Alexander Skarsgård is Bill Skarsgård's brother. Uh, so, and he's the son of Stellan Skarsgård. He is 
in Tarzan. He's like the the lead guy in that new Tarzan with um, Margot Robbie. We saw that. Oh, we did see yeah, that. Yeah, that's the one where he breaks the thing with his neck muscles. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. yeah that um, was pretty cool. I actually like that movie. That was but, a very good movie. Um, he's also in He's in um, The Northman. I don't know if you saw that. Nope. There's another Skarsgård brother, I think, and then there's Bill, who is in okay. uh, Pennywise. Or he was in Pennywise. He was Pennywise in It, and then he was in this as the Marquis de Gromont. Um, yeah, very diverse group of, yeah. of actors, a power, Man. A, a Swedish powerhouse. Yeah, he's a good actor. He is a good actor. He's a he, fantastic actor. If you watch this and then you watched it, I don't think you would be able to recognize him. Like, he kind of disappears yeah. completely into that yeah, clown well, makeup. But. Yeah, I was going to say, because, like, the, the clown makeup and then, like, the CGI to make him look freaky as shit. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> that's why I was so surprised that yeah. that was him, because I was like... Huh? Yeah, and I was discussing with my wife. I have this uh this like little game I play with myself when with certain actors. I'm like, mm-hmm. are they handsome? Like, is yeah. this guy handsome? You know, and I like yeah. I have my own sense of like who's yeah. handsome or not, you know. Right. But it's like I can't tell with him. I'm like uh, Yeah. Like from certain angles I'm like, he's good looking. Yeah. But from other angles I'm like, Ugh. Yeah, he's a little <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I couldn't nail him down in this movie. Not like, his they, value, but yeah. yeah. I there were there were a couple moments where I was like, damn, he's rocking that suit. Yeah. He's very good looking. Oh yeah, he, he's whew. The fashion in this movie is like a character off the all fucking charts. off the chain. Oh my um, god. We'll talk about certain characters who have really well defined like yeah. fashion senses but yeah whoever the costume designer was on this movie bravo i applaud you like, yes that's so good and there's i can't remember her <clears throat> name she's she's a pretty famous fashion um and costume designer okay. but there's an article i think it's on variety about like all his different suits mm. like uh bill skarsgård's different suits and i didn't get a chance to read it because i didn't want to spoil the movie for myself yeah um but yeah go check that out if you're interested in the fashion of this movie at all but it's to continue on with some of the more technical stuff. So the the this is the longest John Wick film. Uh, it came in at two hours and 49 minutes. Um, I would say you don't necessarily feel that length. I think it's pretty breezy, but yeah. definitely pretty long. Currently, it sits at 95% critical score on Rotten Tomatoes and, shockingly, 95% audience score. So it's like oh. they're, you know, right Every, neck and neck. in agreement. Yep. And finally... The synopsis from IMDb, in case you you, you have no idea. Um, John Wick uncovers a path to defeating the high table. But before he can earn his freedom, Wick must face off against a new enemy with powerful alliances across the globe and forces that turn old friends into foes. Um, so that's kind of the basic plot yeah. of the film. But before we get deeper into it, what did you think of it? Uh, yeah, that was really good really good i think mm-hmm. it was really well done all the new characters that we got fantastic mm-hmm. i think two is still my favorite mm. but like this one i think gave it a run for its money yeah um just because like the camera work in in some of these scenes was mm-hmm. so like unique yeah and like new mm-hmm. and then like the the action phenomenal as mm-hmm. always and I just, yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, I I think it's funny because, like, going into this, my ranking of the movies was 2, 1, 3. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I, I thought for, you know, most of the runtime, I was like, I think this that 
this one might sit somewhere in the middle, mm-hmm. but I think by the end it's kind of like completely shaken yeah. by like order, and I think now it might be one, four, three, two. Like I think two might have dropped like all the way to the really? bottom, and I don't. I I'm not sure. I think it's just the way that this movie like ups the scale and kind mm-hmm. of like um, really just just goes. For broke like balls there's to the balls to the wall like they kind of like just exhaust every idea and possibility i think it just i don't know when, now when i think back on it i'm like two well i really love it and i think it's really creative and fun and it's kind of like added you know this a new layer to the mythology to me that one feels less consequential i guess mm. when you look at it in the in the kind right. of the scope yeah but um yeah, because the stakes in this one were, I think, the highest. They are the highest, yeah. Because, like, yeah, and one, he's just pissed because they killed mm-hmm. his dog. Two, stakes were kind of high only because, you know, they do that, the marker thing. Right, yeah. It's really when, at the end of two, right, that's when the mm-hmm. stakes actually start, like, coming into play. Because right. now, like, oh, he's excommunicated and yeah. people are out to hunt him and all mm-hmm. this kind of stuff. And then four just is the full. It feels that this, like, each movie is its, like, own, like, little story. Yeah. But, and they have their own, like, climax and ending. Mm-hmm. But I think they did a really good job of making the entire four movies, like, this really great story. Yeah. That that climaxes in, I would say, like, end of three, start of four. Yeah. Right? And then it finishes off. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, it's a really well-told story. Yeah, I think so. And I think, I think this one kind of, like, it breaks the curse of, like, fourth movies. Yes. Where because oftentimes movies are kind of imagined as like trilogies. Yeah. You know, where it's like um you know, you think about like Toy Story. Like even though mm. I like Toy Story Four, it does feel like tacked on yeah. almost, you know? Or like um oh gosh. Like Thor Four. I don't know if you saw it. But it like that one I I everybody's got their issues with that movie, but I think one of the big issues is that like it feels like this like footnote. As yeah. opposed to like being a part of the bigger story, but right. I think what's kind of interesting about the John Wicks when you look at them now, it feels almost like one is like this like separate story, and then mm-hmm. two, three, and four are kind of like the trilogy. Yeah, and so I think for that it like works because it, yeah. it feels like the end to that what starts in two right. kind of ends in four. Yeah. And even though one kicks off the whole thing, I think you could watch two, three and four without seeing one and, and you would, you would get, you would get a, a, a whole story. Uh, yeah. You might be a little confused about some of the, like the rules, although they do a good job of like explaining, especially like the rules in the continental yeah. and just like this entire society as a whole. Um, and so, yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. I think you could skip out on, on one, not that you shouldn't, no, you one should is not. great. Yeah. One is fantastic. Yeah. And I, so let's, I think, cause we're still in non-spoiler territory. Yeah. I think one thing we can talk about is like the new additions to the cast. Yeah. Without like spoiling, like what their fates are necessarily. You're right. Um, I think for me, everybody in this movie does a really good job, but for me, the standouts are definitely like, uh, Rina Sawayama who plays, um, Akira. Mm-hmm. She is 
her physicality is incredible, and oh, I was surprised so to learn that she's not like a martial artist. She's really? she was a she's a singer, but um, I was watching this interview with Chad Stahelski, the director, mm-hmm. and Keanu, and they were talking about how they when they were kind of coming up with ideas, they they had this character in mind, and I think somebody brought uh, Rena's music to Chad Stahelski and was like, check out this like girl. And he was like, she's a really good dancer. And fight choreography on film is a lot like dancing mm-hmm. because it's like remembering a routine and, yeah. it's, you know, you got to be flexible and have all this stuff. Um, and I think she she's just great. I mean, oh, yeah, she her performance aside, like her physicality is just amazing. Yeah. Like you totally buy her as yeah. this like, you know, martial artist, like archer kind of yeah. character. Like yeah. there, there's never a moment where I'm like, <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I know. There were like some of the the things that she did i was like oh goddamn mm-hmm. right like especially when she was using the bow yeah i was like jesus christ mm-hmm. uh that's one thing in this movie is like the hits in this movie i think were some of the most brutal yeah we've seen i was probably spending a good like 50 percent of the movie just like cringing and yeah. not like in a like a oh that's cringy i was mm-hmm. just like cringing away because i could just feel the hits yeah as they were coming because uh, it was just so fucking You were very brutal. vocal during this. <laughs> yeah, it, it was fucking crazy. It's crazy, yeah. It was insane. Um, but yeah, no, she was wonderful. I Knowing that she's a dancer and then looking back on the movie, I'm like, mm-hmm. ah, yeah, that makes sense. It makes a lot of sense, yeah. yeah. She uh, does this one. I, I, so one thing I, I was kind of surprised about when I was watching the movie, the majority of the trailer footage comes from like the first hour of yeah. the movie and I, I i thought like certain things would be like the finale that kind of come up like very early and i was so the the movie i think does a good job of like keeping you in in suspense yeah but there's a moment and and you see a little bit of it in the trailer where she's like fighting these like masked uh like assailants mm-hmm. and she does this move where she like flips over a guy but then she does like the splits and like shoots somebody. Yeah, and it was like so. I, that was one of the moments where I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> yeah, well, and I, was that the part where like she like kicked his leg too, and he ended up doing the splits? Yes, and yeah. Then, that it's super cool. It's it very impressive. Very well done. One thing I think this holds this movie for me above like two and three is you can tell they had a lot of time to think about like the choreography and to think about like the set pieces, because to me it does feel like the story feels natural. But I think if you're watching it from like an action movie perspective, you can see how they thought of like different sequences because the movie's kind of, again, without spoiling it, like it's kind of broken up into like four big fight scenes Yes, that have like a couple of parts in, in them like yeah. that they're kind of broken up into their own like mini fight scenes yeah um and you can just kind of see like the the patchwork if it's... you're paying attention to it like you can see oh they thought of doing this they thought of doing this you know they had the idea for this mm-hmm. but when you're watching it you don't really notice it's just right. like it's kind of fun to piece together like the ideas they had and you can tell that they just spent you know because it was supposed to come out this movie was originally so it was greenlit in 2020. Okay. Um, you know, great year. To just oh, fantastic! Greenlight year. a movie. But <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it was originally going to come out 2021. It got pushed back to 2022, and then it got pushed back again because they didn't want to come up against um, 
Top Gun Maverick. So again, they had like this extra like two or three years to like to just really iron just it just out. really iron it out, and I think you can tell it's just oh, yeah. it's so polished. It is. It's it's just it's smooth. It is very smooth. I've, I've there's like no really like big disconnect between mm. scenes, and everything just melds so well together. Yeah, and I think they do a really good job of like introducing and. Yeah, just, like, introducing all the new characters. Mm -hmm. And they do it in such a way that, like, you're not lost. Yeah. And you're not trying to keep up. Mm Because they introduce them. And they give them, like, like the... The... The fuck is his name? With the dog. Oh, the tracker. The tracker. Yeah. Yeah, like, they give him, like... Like, a good amount of time to, like, establish Uh himself. They don't just go, oh, yeah, here's this guy, and now we're doing other stuff. They, like... They explain him... They let him do some stuff, mm-hmm. and you go, aha, okay, I get it. He, so, going back to the cast, I think he's my other favorite, because, I, I mean, okay, so, it, like, on the one hand, I love Donnie Yen, yes. and he can do no wrong, and I think he's <laughs> fantastic in this, Yes, but I think if I had to pick, like, a surprised me performance, like, standout, it would be the tracker, Yeah, because I didn't know anything about him going oh, in. Yeah, no. And he just like every time he's on screen, you're like, I fucking love this guy. <laughs> yeah, he was really cool, and I I like that we got another movie with, uh, one of these sort of like, assassin type mm-hmm. people that hunts with a dog. Yes, yeah. I love that shit. And the dog is so well used. Like, yeah. it's one of the problems that people have with three is that scene where, um, Halle Berry has the two dogs yeah. and they're like fighting all the people. And I think that scene does go for, like, too long, and there's probably too much dog stuff yeah. in that. But in this one, I think it's, like, just enough. Yes. It's, like, there's there's really creative use of the dog. Mm-hmm. Um, without spoiling it, I think they put the dog in enough danger that you're, like, scared at times for it. Oh, yeah. I, um, there was a couple of points where I was, like, I swear to God, if this dog dies, <laughs> I'm going to lose it. That's um, a very cute dog. It is a very cute dog. And I think – and his name is um, – uh, Shamir Anderson. Okay. I think he's great. He's just oh, like, yeah. he totally pulls off that character. Like yep. he's mysterious, but like he's funny Yeah, and he's like, he, he always seems like he's in control of like yes. the situation. Like he never yep. feels like he's, he, he's one of the only characters who like, he gets a one up on John a couple of times. Oh, yeah. And it's like, you know, he's obviously very intelligent. Mm-hmm. I also think he had a very unique, like, fighting style. He did, yes. Because he's got kind of this, like, American boxer-like thing. Uh-huh. You know, he's, like, throwing right, you know, right yep. hooks. And, and yep. he's, like, got this kind of, like, Muhammad Ali stance that I really liked. And and he, and he his gun, his, like, signature gun yeah. is this, like, like futuristic, like, almost like Winchester. Yeah, right? it is. It's, it's just, cool. like, it's this pump action like the by the trigger sort of yeah gun that he like attaches a barrel to yeah it's super cool and it it's just a really good gun mm-hmm. and yeah and like not only does he get like a one-up on john mm-hmm. like he gets a one-up on the fucking villain multiple yes. times multiple times yeah which yeah just again adds to his like intelligence like yeah. this guy is super smart it is he is and yeah i just think like he was the biggest surprise for me. Yes. I thought he was going to be like a bit player, 
but he kind of yeah. plays a pretty major role and he's yes. just he's he's great he's a he's fantastic um and then of course donnie yen is the other Classic. new character he's great he's just yeah he he has one fight sequence in particular that i think like blew my mind just i i won't spoil what happens until later yeah, right but there's one sequence in particular where he does something that's fantastic mm-hmm. and I think so. I was thinking about this, right? Because like, he plays a blind guy in this. Which, if I if you watch the trailers and pay attention, you'll figure that out. But yeah. I'm dumb and I didn't realize <laughs> that. Um, which and I think what's good about him was he he made a really interesting choice in this, where he's clearly a guy who was made blind somewhat recently. Because yes. he has this like physicality where he's always like reaching out and grabbing things. Yep. Um he what they what I thought was interesting is like they don't treat him like Daredevil, where he's right. like he's blind but he just acts like a guy who can see. Yeah. He like acts like a guy who is blind. blind. Yeah. Like he misses, like he, he doesn't always know where things are. Like yeah. there's moments where characters around him figure out he's blind and they stay silent so he doesn't yep. know where they are like he's his performance is great and it's so good it's, it's hard to like top a donnie yen sort of yeah. thing yeah well and it's and he also isn't like the um Chirwit in rogue yes. one mm-hmm. right where you know he's connected to the force because that blind character didn't really miss right uh, really at all. He was still kind of like having to like feel around, but he still had this like supernatural sort of air about him. Right. Uh, but in both, in in that performance and this one, mm-hmm. he played a very good blind yes. person. He does. He does a great job. Yeah. I, I, I get the sense he just likes to play blind, blind. guys. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know what that's about, but good on him, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I mean, he's good at it. Oh, he's fantastic at it. Um... <clears throat> One of the other new main characters is a guy we've talked about before. It's Scott Adkins. Yes. Uh, he plays Killa in this, who it, I don't really want to spoil like what his role is, but um, without saying too much, he's a he's like a German gangster. Yeah. And he he's a he's a he's a rotund gentleman. Yes. Um, and he's great. He is. He, is he so he plays Gollum? Huh. He plays in Lord of the Rings. No, 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 no. So Scott Adkins, he's in. He's the villain in Yip Man Four. Right. Yes. He's the British guy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So okay, he's now I remember. Yeah. He he he. And and in this, he's the you know he's the big big yes big okay yes. German guy with the gotcha. gold teeth. Yes. Um. He's I'm chewing there. a lot of scenery. But yeah. I think he does a good job. I think that's yeah. a very interesting. Um, portrayal. Yes. I think it's very comedic at times. Mm-hmm. I like that he's just cackling the whole time, uh, the entire time, and yeah. then hitting his inhaler occasionally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, to me, that performance this this won't mean anything to you, but it feels very inspired by um, Sammo Hung, who is he's this famous Chinese martial artist. Uh-huh. Um, he's a big he's a big figure in the Hong Kong world, but he's, yeah, he's a rotund gentleman. Yeah, um, who can also do spin kicks. Which is Fuck just, yeah. it's just fun to watch. Oh, yeah. I mean, um, but he also, like, his accent and stuff kind of reminds me of, like, uh, and I think he even said it was inspired by, like, the villain in Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> like, that, like, cartoonish yeah. kind of German accent. Yeah. 
Um, again, cool. I, I won't spoil what role he plays, but it, it's it's good. It's a it's it, he's not good. in it that much, but right. the, for the time he's in it, I think he he steals the show. <laughs> yeah, well, and in, and he's not one of these characters that like is shoehorned in. Like he like he's there for a reason. Yeah, and they make use of that. Yeah, and it's very cool. He he is, and he and I, th- I feel like at times he feels like he's in a different movie. Yes. <laughs> but yeah. I don't think that's a bad thing. I think no. he brings a bit of like diversity to the, um, the on, cause all the assassins and John wick kind of have this like suave, like coolness to them. Yes. And I think it's interesting to have a guy who's like a sweaty, like, <laughs> like horrible mess. Yeah. But he's also got this like skill about him. Yeah. Um, I, I found that performance kind of fun. but Oh, he was great. It was really fun. Um, I think that's all the new characters. Well, there's also uh, Hiroyuki Sanada, who yeah. plays um, Akira's father. Yeah. Um, he's good. He's not in it a ton, but, yeah. I mean, that guy, you just put him in anything, and it's, you're just like, oh, there he is. Instantly, <laughs> yeah. Um, most people recently probably know him as, um, he's like the, the Yakuza like chief guy in bullet train. Oh, that's why he looks yeah, familiar. He's also in, he's in the new mortal Kombat. He plays Scorpion ah, okay. in that. I and then he's also, that. he's in 47 Ronin. Nope. Um, I've never seen that. He's in a bunch of stuff. He's yeah. in Avengers Endgame. He plays like the Yakuza leader who he tends to play a Yakuza guy, but, um, <laughs> he gets killed by Hawkeye at the very, there's that weird I, section where they're trying to show that, um, Hawkeye is cool now. Yeah. And he, like, kills a Yakuza guy yeah. for some reason. I, I'm going to be honest. I have forgotten Endgame because it was forgettable. It's so. okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he. I really liked his performance, too. Uh, oh, fuck. I'm tired. Hold on. <laughs> Whoa. Dizzy. Don't pass out. Okay. The, okay. I was going to say, you'd be the first person to ever pass out doing a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, no, he was wonderful. Um, I wish he was in it a little more. Just because yeah. I, I really... Or I or I wish we had met him like in some of the other movies, because mm-hmm. I think he was just a really cool guy. Yeah. Um, I also really like... Because he was the... I don't know if that's spoily, but he, you know, he was like the the manager of the yeah, that's not a spoiler. Osaka yeah. continental. Continental, I love that continental. It's very cool. It was gorgeous. They the because they spend not a, I can't spoil how much of the movie. There's a good bit of the movie that's set in Japan. Yes, um, and it just looks it's beautiful. So yeah, it's and so it, but it's so cool. Like yeah. the just the way that continental is laid out. Um, it's like so yeah. distinct from the New York one. Yep. Like it looks completely different, but it still has like a, like a, just a great sense of like style yep. and, um, it's almost like cyberpunk. Like it's very yeah. like neon and, yep. and it's got that blend of like traditional Japanese art and, and modern stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's it just, super cool. It just reinforces me wanting to go to Japan. Oh yeah. Um, Who doesn't? It's, I just want to go so bad. Yeah. He was great. He is great. I think, so I think we're, we're approaching when we're going to have to start talking about spoilers because it's, yeah. it's hard to talk about it without spoiling it. <laughs> spoiling but, it, yeah. Um, one thing I think we can talk about without spoiling, like, 
how they resolve themselves or 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 anything. We could talk about the action. Yes. Um, like you said, for the most part, I think it's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very hard hitting. Yeah. Um, there's one sequence. There, oh, man, it's hard. There's two sequences for me that stand out, mm-hmm. and without spoiling like where they occur or how they resolve. Yeah. There is one sequence with the um, ah piss. I can't remember what it's called. It's the big turn circle <laughs> in Paris. Oh, oh, the, and, and the it, Arc de Triomphe. Arc de Triomphe, yeah. yeah. There is a, an action sequence. You see a little bit of it in the trailer, but there's an action sequence that takes place on the Arc de Triomphe. Yeah. Um, and it's a lot of people getting hit by cars. Yeah. <laughs> it was like real-life Frogger. It is real-life Frogger, and it's phenomenal. It's, it was um, so good. It is so creative. It's creative. How? Yeah, just how they, like... How they just had everybody moving. Yeah. And just the, like, flow of the fight. Yeah. It was just so good. And I, very uh, tense. Yeah, yes. Yeah, and like you said, so many people getting hit by cars. Yes. I, like, I was like, I feel like that should have just killed more of yeah. people. <laughs> but they just kept getting up. Um, But then there's another action sequence that for me stood out, which is... uh. A dragon's breath shotgun. Oh um, my god! And it's kind of filmed top down, like yeah. video gamey style, yeah. which I thought would be gimmicky, but it's actually it's very well done. Yeah, and it's very impressive. Yeah, um, and it's super fun. That that gun, I think, I, I was just in awe. Yeah, the entire time that thing was being fired. Yes, I it, like. And I will say this movie's not super gory. Like no. you don't see a ton of like blood and guts. No. But it is pretty brutal seeing it's, those people lit on fire and shot. Uh, yeah, because like <laughs> like when you when you play video games where you have like a shotgun that does fire damage yeah. or whatever, it's cool. Mm-hmm. But there was just something about this gun in particular. And I and I'm wondering if be if it was because it was shooting fire, yeah, <laughs> that it made it more brutal. Because every time somebody got shot by it, right? So when you get shot, like when you see somebody get shot with a, just like a normal shotgun, right? Mm-hmm. You see like the bullets hit, yeah, but nothing else. Mm-hmm. With this. The guy would get hit, and then you would see everything just, like, continue through his body. Yeah. And it was just, like, fire. Yeah. And then after they were hit, their just body was on... On fire. On fire. Yeah. And smoldering. Mm-hmm. And it was spectacular. It is spectacular. I wanted to shoot that gun so bad. Yeah. It's super cool. I think... Yeah. Because what's... what's, I think what puts, like, a lot of, like... What I what I'm loving about like the modern trend in action movies that aren't like big budget superhero stuff is there is like this emphasis on um, you know like using real stunt actors and stuff. So the whole time I was watching that, I was like, "How many stuntmen did they set on fire?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like yeah, like just how much like pyro stuff. Like, yeah. What was the budget for right that. the pyrotechnic <laughs> yeah. budget was just like half the movie's budget <laughs> yeah it and it's also charts. that sequence is very funny like yeah. there's mo- <laughs> like because i think one thing the john wick movies don't get enough credit for is their sense of humor like yes. there is this kind of grim like 
gallows humor to yeah. the whole thing. Yes. But there's also these moments because I this movie part of what inspires it is like Buster Keaton, like silent movie mm. kind of you know comedy. Yeah. And there's moments in that sequence which like are very funny. Like there's one shot where. Because it's from top down, you can kind of see everything yeah. as it's like moving through the sequence. And there's a moment where <laughs> where John shoots a guy, so he's on fire, and you see him go off screen, <laughs> and then John moves down, and the guy like wanders back on the screen, screen, still on, on fire. fire. Yeah. And it's like it and then he shoots him again. Again, yeah. And it's like it's such a good little like gag, because you're like, oh, there he goes. <laughs> and he's back. Yep. Yeah, no, that that was very funny. And I just I think Overall, a lot of the, like, ways that people got hit Mm -hmm. or got shot or whatever, like, they weren't hamming it up, I think, because I think a lot of the, like, especially getting shot with that shotgun in particular, (laughs) that's just how your body would move. Yeah. Right? Uh, And then when, you know, when they're getting hit with, like, blunt objects and Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff, that's just, I think, how a human body moves (laughs) when that happens. Yeah. And... Yeah, it's the gallows humor because, like, some of it was just, like, I laughed out loud. I was yeah. like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and it was just, it was just a little funny. Yeah. And, yeah, I, and it plays throughout the all of the movies mm-hmm. where, like, just people get hit in the most ridiculous ways. And it's, it just happens to be funny. Yeah, it is funny. So. um, But I think, I think. I think that's all I can say without spoiling the movie. Yeah. So before before we move on to the next section, yeah. Um, let's let's give our rating now. I okay. think for anybody who is kind of on the fence about seeing it, if we haven't yeah. convinced you thus far, yeah. Um, what would you rate it out of ten? Nine point one. Nice. Yep. Nine point one out of ten. Okay. It 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 did move by pretty quick, mm-hmm. and I think watching it at Flix Brewhouse helped. Yes. Um, I think if we had seen it anywhere else, I think it would have been a little rough mm-hmm. just because it is so long. And I think towards the end, I could kind of feel like the length. Yeah. But like not terribly. And so mm-hmm. that's why I'm docking some points. And then uh, some of the dialogue seemed a little corny. Yeah. But uh, it's whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, 9.1. Okay. Mainly for, for length. Okay. Um, but that's not a bad thing. Like you said, it, it moves by pretty quick. Yeah, I agree. Um, for me, I'm, uh, I'm with you, but I'm also a little bit, I'm going to say like 8.8. Okay. And my main criticisms are along the same lines. Like, I think, I think it's a little long because there's definitely like, I hate to say that there's an action sequence that goes too long, but yeah. There is, well, there, there's that museum scene. The museum scene <laughs> is very long, and I think there's maybe one. You could cut a few minutes out of that. I think like um, the whole first part of it. <laughs> well, okay, but I, I do want to talk about that. I don't want yeah. to spoil the because if yeah. you haven't seen the movie, I don't want to spoil what we're talking about. But yeah, it's um, funny. <laughs> it's very funny. But um, actually, what so what I was talking about though was I, there, there's that scene. Towards the beginning in that, like, armor room with the nunchucks and stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, I think that scene goes a little too long. Just a little bit. That's fair. And I think the Arc de Triumph scene also goes a tiny bit too long. But that's my main thing. The other thing is that I can't really get into it until we talk about spoilers. 
But one thing is that there is a scene with some very shoddy CGI, um, which if you weren't paying attention, you probably didn't notice. But there's a scene where some people are standing outside, but parts of it look like it was shot on a green screen because they Uh. couldn't get the time of day that they wanted. So to me, that, that scene felt... I was distracted okay. by like the the CGI, which I never want. Like, right for the most part, I don't. You know, CGI doesn't really bother me. But yeah. I, if it's starting to distract me, that's when it kind of bothers me, and it yeah. looked a little Phantom yeah. Menacey. Ah, um, uh, okay. Which is just again, it's a minor thing. Like overall, I think it's an. You would not. This is the kind of movie that you should go see at a theater. Like, yes. You. Not that you'll lose anything watching it at home, but, like, if you're going to go see a movie like this, you should go see it on as big a screen as you can. Just because it's, like, it's just, it's fantastic. It's very good. Very visually pleasing. And if you want more movies like this, you should go watch it at the theater. Because that's the only way they're going to make more stuff like this. Yes. If you support it. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, shout out to Flick's Brewhouse in Albuquerque. Uh, if you're going to go see a movie and, and you want to eat uh, waffles while you do it, you should go. <laughs> yeah. I We went at 10 a.m. I got yes. um, I got French toast and a beer. Yes. It was awesome. And then I got some cheese curds. Fucking awesome. I had some breakfast tacos and some cookies. Um, you know, like a grown-ass man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. If, if you have... Because you might not like have a flicks near you, yeah. but if you have any sort of theater where you can order food mm-hmm. during the movie and they just bring it to your seat, yes, and it's like actual like food, mm-hmm. do it. Yeah. Just go there. I mean, yeah, and if you're like me, where you don't go to the movies every weekend, like yeah. I only go to the movies when it's like something I really want to see. Yeah. Just just go all out. Just yeah, you know treat yourself. Treat yourself. Get some waffles or yeah. French toast or, or whatever. A burger. Get a burger. It, okay. If you are local to Albuquerque or yeah. you have a flicks near you, they have a burger. <laughs> I forget the name of it. But it's like brisket, pulled pork. It's like all of these like barbecue like like classic barbecue meats all slammed into one fucking bur- burger yes. with crispy onions on it. Uh, you will either orgasm to death or have a heart attack. Good. It's amazing. Yes. It's one of the best burgers ever. So, yeah, go to Flick's Brew House or anything similar. Yeah. Because it's awesome. Yeah. But, um, okay, so from here. Spoilers. Spoilers. If yeah. you haven't seen the movie, stop listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Un- unless you don't mind being spoiled. Yeah. But, um, then, fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> don't, don't fuck off. I'm sorry. No, don't fuck off. Yeah. Um, yeah, go so watch the movie for two and almost three hours, and then come back and listen to this. Yes, once again, we are spoiling the movie. If you yep. message me and say that we spoiled the movie <laughs> yeah. for you, I'm going to call you an idiot because we've <laughs> we, now said it like five times. Yeah, we gave you a warning. We are spoiling the movie from here. Yes, a- everything from this point on spoilers. is a spoiler. Yes. Yeah. Um. Anyway, John Wick dies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huge bummer. <laughs> Big bummer. Yeah, I or, was hoping he didn't die. Yeah. Or uh, does he? He does. Yeah, Yeah, uh, they bury him. They do, but but technically, he does say who knows where he is. So they do leave it open. True. That being said, I'm doing a little dance. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Let's 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 just spoil the fuck out of the movie. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He dies. Yes, he does. Um, Which makes sense because this is the last John Wick movie. It does well. 
We'll talk uh, about it. So, yeah. what, one of my criticisms is that if I think about the movie too hard, <laughs> it makes me sad because, yeah. which, you know, movies make me sad, but more in the sense that, like, his efforts almost feel meaningless. Yeah. Because the whole point is that he's, like, in this fight so that he can be free. Yeah. And then he's free and then he dies. And yeah. And to me, that's like, oh, that's kind of sad. Yeah. And then you could think to yourself, oh, you know, like, well, he dies, but at least, like, Kane is free. Yeah. But then it's also implied in the post-credits scene that he gets knifed. Um, yeah. So it's like, oh, so it's all, it just means nothing. It's all for moot. It's all yeah. for nothing. Yeah. Um, Which, I guess I shouldn't criticize it because that's kind of the point of the movie. Yeah. Like, the idea that, like, violence is cyclical and, and you know, these yeah. vengeance... Circles of Vengeance will never end, right? Because, yeah. you know, if Rena or um, Akira kills Kane, right? Yeah. Well, Kane's daughter's probably just going to come for her. And then it's just like, and, it's yeah. this whole idea of like yeah. cyclical violence, which, like, okay, great. Your movie has a theme. Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> but it made me sad. <laughs> yeah. Stop it. Um, yeah, yeah, it was a bummer. I didn't think he was going to die. I know. Neither did I. I you know. I, cause he, he told Winston, he was like, can you take me home? And Winston was like, yeah, absolutely. My guy. And then he like walks down the steps, he sits mm-hmm. down and, and then he like falls over. I was like, ah, oh, he just like passed out. Cause he got yeah. shot three times. That's what I thought too. Yeah. Uh, and then it cuts to a graveyard. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well fuck. A bummer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, cause yeah, I would have, I would have loved to see like it cut and instead he's back in his house Mm. from the first movie yeah and he's got his dog and he's just living a normal life yeah i i mean i think i think they did that for a couple of reasons the one i read was that the somebody that asked the director like you know something and he was very blunt about he's like (laughs) i think he said where the fuck do you want it to end but what i think Uh. what he meant was and and he explained like you know this is we're talking about a man who he doesn't really have anything left. Mm-hmm. Like he he's killed three hundred people, presumably. <laughs> like there's not really anywhere for it to end, but with him dying. Like at some point, you know, and the whole theme of the movie is this idea of consequences and and yeah, you know, you pay for your crimes, right? Like mm-hmm. there's there's at some point he had to bite it, right? And like yes. I think. That's part of it. I think the other part of it is they've done four of them. And I think they're like, we got to do something else at some point, right? Yeah. Like, the director, this is his fourth John Wick movie. Yeah. Keanu, I'm sure he's like a man in his mid-50s. He's like, can I take a break? Yeah. You know? Um, and he said before, you know, he'll do it as long as they're successful. Like, he's yeah. always happy to do it or whatever. But I do get the sense that they're both like, we need a minute. Like, we need to yeah. pause, you know? Well, and, and if you if you keep him alive, too, then people will expect more because, like, oh, he's alive, so right. you can have another one. Mm-hmm. Um, even if you, like, you know, heavily say at the end of this last movie, like, oh, yeah, he's never going back. He's free. He's never going back right. into life. People are like, well, he said that once before, and then yeah. he went back into the life. Exactly. And so I think killing him is like, yeah, he's dead, you motherfuckers. Yeah. Deal with it. And I, I kind of like that in the sense that, like, I think this series had the potential to go on too long. Mm-hmm. Like, I think one thing that worried me initially was... Back when they announced it, they said they were going to make four and five back to back. 
Um, uh. Which to me was worrying because I never like when they do that because it's kind yeah. of like one of them always ends up feeling inconsequential. Yes. You know, because it's like, even if you're sitting through four, you're like, well, there's going to be another one. So like, right, so... there's no real stakes to it. Yeah. What I liked is that there was like a, an ending. It, yes. Like, it feels good to just know that it's like, I don't know. You there's can appreciate closure. There's closure and you can appreciate it more. And I, I feel good knowing that like, they may explore other characters in that yes. universe. And hopefully they do. But like. Yeah. Which would be really cool. It'd be really cool. But I, I'm happy for it to like. Yeah. End there. Yes. Like. Yeah. I think that's a. It's a good finale. Like it's not. Yes. They went as big as they can go. Yeah. And um, that was. And that was it. And that's all I needed from it. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. Because I. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, these movies are infinitely watchable. Yeah. And so, like, it's not really over because you can just watch it again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I I think I think some people were already kind of tired of, like, how they were kind of keeping the story going. I never felt that way, but I could yeah. see why you would find some frustration in, like, oh, he's, you know, lived through all this stuff, and, you know, how can he keep going? But, um, yeah, I, th- I think... It's not a bad thing that he died. No. I think I would have liked for there to be some, like, hope at the end. But <laughs> yeah, no, they just nah, straight up killed him. Yeah, but eh, that's okay. Yeah. I mean, they leave it open-ended. So if they yes. did another one, I wouldn't be mad. Right. But at the same time, if they never do another one, okay, yeah. that's fine. Yeah, I, I am satisfied. Um, yeah, I, I have a coworker. I can't remember if it was one of my managers or what, but he said that he f- he, like, he loved the first one. And then hated two and three. Yeah. Because, and this was a weird, I didn't really press because I was like, that doesn't make any sense. He said it was too sci-fi. Huh? <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? Do you know what sci-fi, it's science fiction. Yeah. There's no sci-fi in this. No. And I don't really. Yeah. Like, because like, because I'm like trying to like run through two and three in my head. And and two, he's just hunting some Italian bitch, right? <laughs> yeah. And and then three, he's just on the run. Yeah. No, I don't really. Yeah. I I, I don't understand yeah. what your coworkers talking about. Uh, yeah, um, I don't I don't get. It. And so I was like, there's another character death in this. Well, there's a couple. Well, yeah, but, there's a few. Um, the concierge dies very it early. Does. Yeah. Um, which was kind of spooky. Because a little, yes, a little um, bit. he died in real life. life. Um, Rest in peace. I saw an article and it was like it did him dirty, but I don't. I don't think no. so. I think to me that I mean it's unfortunate that it happened. Yes, be, you know because the Lance Reddick passed away, which I talked about in our our mini sode that I did by myself last week. Oh, nice. um, he. Uh, yeah, it's a it's unfortunate that he had to die, but at the same time. It's not, I mean, the writers didn't know. Like, they didn't know he was going to die in real life, right? And, like, they shot it, you know, and it was done and finished and edited before he passed away. Like, they had no idea of knowing. Right. But also, I feel like his death has a point in the movie. Yes. You know, it raises the stakes, right? Like, it it shows you anybody in this can die. Like, John can die. You know, the manager can die. Yeah. Um, And then I, I think it also... Was a nice tribute to him. Yes. Insofar as there is a lot of talk in the movie about, you know, death and what death means and a good life, you know, leads to a good death. Yeah. And I think there is a touching moment that actually, like, 
made me tear up a little bit when I was watching it where, you know, he's talking about like he debated what to put on his gravestone. Uh, yes. And at the end of it, he, he says, I ended up with just a good friend, you yeah. know. And to me, that felt really touching because in yeah. every story you read about Lance Reddick, it's just like, He's just, He's just a boss ass bitch. Like yeah. just, you know, yeah. super cool and fun mm-hmm. and just infinitely classy and and, yep. and game for anything. Yeah. Um He's just a good just a good man and it it, it felt nice that that did. was how his his journey could end. Yeah. Um and yeah, his death is shocking in the movie, but yeah. it didn't feel dirty to me. Like it didn't no. feel like Oh, how could they do that to him? Like right. he got his moments, right? He like, did, yeah. A big plot point of three is is him yeah. being a badass, you know? Like, right, yeah. And I think that character has a lot of depth. Yeah. That it does mean something when he dies. Like he's not just a, a B character who gets killed for whatever. Like yeah. that character you're so used to seeing him and he's this like rock. Yeah. You know, for John and he, for the manager and right. for him to be killed, it like adds it something sucks. to the movie. Yeah, it sucks. Um yeah, because like yeah, he's the manager's like a right hand man. Yeah. Uh and and that whole scene when they met the marquee. Yeah. I I was I didn't really see it coming. Uh-huh. Them killing him, I I honestly thought they were gonna kill Winston. Yeah, or both. Mm-hmm. Um, I I didn't think that they would just kill him, the the concierge. Yeah, and yeah, it's just like brutal. It is brutal. Shoots I, him right in the heart. <laughs> yeah, and, and like that was it. And I do I, I know they you know it was all filmed and edited, and mm-hmm. they had this idea, and they had no idea that he was going to pass in real life. But I think it's like, not only is it a good send off for the character, mm-hmm. I think it's a good send off for, yeah. for Lance yeah. as well. Um, unintentionally. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and I just, anytime they like sort of brought him up and they talked about him mm-hmm. and while they were at the, the memorial site and all that kind of stuff, I was like, man, I know they didn't intend for this, but, they could just be talking about Lance here. Yeah, it was kind of spooky. It was like, <laughs> yeah. oh. Yeah, but I think it was it was good. Yeah. Um, did you see, there's there like a couple articles about it, like mm-hmm. all the, because um, he, he voiced a, a character in Destiny. Yes, he did, yeah. And all of the like Destiny players would go, they went to the NPC and they just mm-hmm. like held a vigil. I thought that was really cool. I have yeah. a, one of my coworkers, he actually plays Destiny 2 and he yeah. participated in oh, that. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. And yeah. So, and he, funny, I mean, he was a very interesting man. I, I, I talked about him a lot, so people have already heard this if they've listened to the bonus episode. But, um, yeah, he, he, what was cool about him was, like, he not only was in Destiny, but he was, like, a fan of it. Oh, yeah. And he was literally playing the game, like, a yeah. day before, before he, he died. died. Like, yes. his last login, which is just, yeah. like, it's, yeah. that, oh, that sucks. It does. You it know? really does suck. It sucks when it's, like... It's like it's never the person you want to die. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like it's like oh, it could have been Mitch McConnell, McConnell like, or any other Republican. Yeah, it had to be fucking him. But yeah, right. anyway. Yeah, his death was was sad in the movie. Um, it's very sad. Who else dies? Oh, Hiroyuki Hiro, Hiroyuki Sanada. Um, yes. Who is? I, I think his first name's Goji, uh-huh. or Koji. Um, yeah, his death was sad. 
Yes, and um, he was the he was the father of yeah, yeah okay. uh, Akira. Yeah. Um, yeah, I that was a big bummer. It was too. a bummer. Um, oh, there was okay. So I want to bring it back a little bit. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about there's a <laughs> there's a scene in the museum. <laughs> that I didn't want to spoil because I, I think it's a very funny joke. It's it's hilarious. Where Winston is walking and it just keeps going. <laughs> it's just, it's walking for a good like 30 seconds. Like, yeah. And there's a moment where you're like, oh my God, he's like still <laughs> walking. <laughs> I know. We both just started laughing because it was, it was like, like the most ridiculous thing. I yeah. was like, they really decided to keep this. Yeah. It's dead silent. Like there's yeah. no... Music, it's there's just no, his footsteps. Yep, it, there's no dialogue. He's no. just walking. He's just walking for like 30 <laughs> seconds. And it's just all these pieces of giant art. <laughs> and I know that like the point of that scene is like that the marquee is this big, you know. Yeah. He's like, you know, infinitely wealthy and, you know, whatever. Yeah. But it's just so funny. Like, it's yeah. just like this gag that like. Yeah. It just keeps fucking just walking. Keeps walking. That's what I mean. Like, there's some really good humor in this that like. Yeah. It, it always catches me by surprise when you watch one of these movies. Because you think of it as this, like, super serious thing. Right. But then there's all these, like, light moments that yeah. are really funny. Yeah. Like, there's that moment where the Marquis is, like, talking to Kane and he's like, remember, you're doing this for your daughter and whatever. And he's like, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Or the, or when they're, when John is trying to get to the dueling site mm-hmm. uh, and... Everybody and anybody is mm-hmm. just hunting this guy down. Yeah. And he's John Wick. Mm-hmm. He's getting there one way or the other. Yep. And he's just mowing down people. Yep. And the Marquis calls Mr. Nobody. Yeah. And is like, you know, okay, yeah, I need your help. And mm-hmm. Mr. Nobody's like, all right, 30 million. Yep. And he's like, that's not what we agreed on. It's like, well, tough shit. And just hangs, hangs up. up. Yeah. <laughs> and and he like, and the Marquis just like laughs and slams. Him. And then he uses a fucking rotary. Yeah. To, to call him back. <laughs> call him back and be like, okay, fine. Yes, 30. And he's like, eh, no, nah, it's up to 40 now. Yep. Yeah. Um, I thought that was wonderful. Yeah. And that's, and that's what we were talking about earlier about mm-hmm. Mr. Nobody mm-hmm. getting one up on the fucking villain. Yeah. Like, like Mr. Nobody knew that he was the best chance for the marquee. Yeah. And so he used that to his advantage mm-hmm. to get as much money out of this guy. Yeah. And the marquee knew that and and no threat that he could make against Mr. Nobody mm. really worked. Yeah. Because it's like Mr. Nobody again knew that the marquee needed him. Yeah. There was no like really nobody else aside from mm-hmm. Kane, right? And Mr. Nobody or uh the Marquis already had Kane sort of in his back pocket. Right. Um, and, and there was an actual threat for Kane, which was his daughter. Yeah. Um, and so now the one thing I will say is, is that knife scene with Mr. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. That I was like, was dude, gnarly. just pull the fucking thing out. Like, yeah. Swallow your fucking pride and just pull the fucking knife out. Yeah. You don't need to be pulling your hand. Ugh. Yeah, that was nasty. As as somebody who has stabbed their hand, mm-hmm. that still was not as gross as the scene in three where that lady pulls her toenail off. Well, yeah, that was a little grosser, but that was yeah, that um, was pretty nasty. There's a couple. I mean, the physical gags are always there, but yeah, there is one that felt very um, Buster Keaton, very like 
Charlie Chaplin kind of silent film uh-huh. where he gets to the top of the stairs <laughs> and then that guy yeah. kicks him and he go- <laughs> and he just goes all the way down yep. and there's a moment where you're like oh he's up oh and, and he's, he's down, down. <laughs> yep. and he gets all the way to the bottom and I'm like yeah he just kept rolling and yep. all, all, all I could think was they see me rolling <laughs> and yeah and he just he gets all the way to the bottom and yep. there's like a moment when he gets to the bottom mm-hmm. Where he just starts like, ugh. Yep. And you're almost thinking, yeah, he's going to quit. Yeah. He's not going to make it. I would have quit. Oh, yeah. I mean, I would have quit when I got kicked <laughs> off a five-story building. <laughs> yeah. He falls off a lot of stuff. He does. I, and I'm I'm like, how are you not just shattered at yeah. this point? I don't know. Now, after, because... By the time he actually does get to the dueling grounds, mm-hmm. he has fallen off of pretty much everything. Yeah. And he's gotten, like, what I'm assuming is no sleep. Yeah. Um, and so when he gets finally to the top of the fucking stairs, you can tell he's a little busted. Yeah. And he's, like, kind of wobbling, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and then he has to duel some jackass. Well, he doesn't even duel the jackass. Yeah. He duels Kane, mm-hmm. who helped him get to the top of the stairs. Yeah. Um... I thought that was also very funny where I think it was after like the first or second shot. I think it was after the second shot and they were at 10 paces. Winston like walks up to him and just goes, just kill him. Yeah. (laughs) Please. Um, And so that was another one of those kind of funny, funny moments. I did like, because I didn't know how they were going to resolve the duel. Right. right, Because I thought like, oh, I don't know. Like. It, it would feel weird if he just killed Kane. Like, it would feel weird. Mm. And I did like... It's one of those moments where, like, if you're paying attention, you'll see where it's going to go. Yeah. Because um, when they, they do their third shot, you yeah. only hear one shot. Yes, yeah. But, like, you don't realize it at first. Yeah. Like, you you know, they make a point of every time you, you, you're you just looking at John, right? Yeah. And you hear the two shots. And then, yeah. you, you know, it's like... Yeah. And that third time you're like, "Oh, he missed, right?" Yeah. You're like, how could he miss? And then you know, Bill Skarsgård, the marquee is like, "Give me the gun, like I want to do the final shot," right? And there's that moment where he's like, "You idiot, he never shot yeah. his gun." And then he just bang, bang pops you, him in the head, right? Like right um, between the eyes. You're like, "Well, fucking of course." Of course. Like <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Well, and I cuz I I noticed that he hadn't fired. Yeah. Because at that third shot, you see Kane fire and you see like blood sort of come out of John. Yeah. And I and I noticed he didn't fire his gun, and so I just thought he didn't get it off fast enough. Yeah. Because he dropped. And so I was like, Well, that's it. You know? And yeah. I and I did think that he was going to die right there. Mm-hmm. Uh and I was a little surprised. I was like it was only until the marquee was like, Oh, let me do the coup de gras or whatever. Yeah. Right. It started to click, and I was like, he's being a little too cocky. Mm-hmm. Something's going to happen. There's going to be something. Like, this yeah. can't end this way. And then and then Winston was like, you dumbass. Yeah. Like, he didn't fire his gun. Mm-hmm. And then I think that I think that might have been one of the most badass lines in this movie. John just says, consequences. Yep. And yep. nails him. And I think the funniest moment in the whole movie is right afterward, you cut to the, the tracker, and he's like, you motherfucker. <laughs> Yeah, I I love that the tracker was there yeah. and just like enjoying the show. Yeah, uh, you know, I think it would have been funny had he just had like a thing of popcorn. Yeah, just gone for it. 
that to me felt very the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. Like just the standoff and the, yes. the shootout. Um, yeah. I I love too that the game is dug beer. Yes, that was very funny. <laughs> yeah, the whole I mean it's just it's a fitting end. Yes. Um, oh, one other action sequence I didn't want to spoil is so there's the assault on the Osaka Continental. Yes. And we we see that Kane is kind of like standing off to the side, like he's eating noodles, like he's just <laughs> yeah. chilling. Yeah. And they're like, Looks "You got to get your your ass in there," and he's like, yep. "Fine." All right. And there's that moment where he starts like sticking things. Yes. You know. I, yeah. And there's a you're like, "What is he doing?" Like, yeah, I thought it was like explosive. That's what first. I thought, but yeah. you can t- like if you're watching, you can tell he's like feeling for metal. Yeah. And then he's like sticking because they're magnets, and yeah. you're like, "Huh." And then the first time one goes over and you realize it's a motion sensor, yep. you're like, oh, he's fucking blind. I mean, of yeah. course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of, I thought this was a very tough mm-hmm. moment. They're playing cards oh, yeah. mm-hmm. with uh, Killa. Killa. Yeah. And <laughs> right? They, it was five card draw. Everybody yeah. gets their, the, dealt their hand. Um, uh, Mr. Nobody lays his cards down first. Mm-hmm. He, or no, uh, John, John lays his down first. He's got a, uh, uh, two pair. Aces and eights. Uh, yep. Aces and eights. I'll talk about that in a second. And then, uh, Mr. Nobody had a, I believe a royal flush. Mm-hmm. And, and then when Kane had mm-hmm. to lay down his cards, yeah. he did. <laughs> the blind joke where he goes, hmm, and he like holds the cards just straight up to his face and like pretending like he's reading and he goes, yeah, whatever. And he just tosses them down and he still knew what it was because yeah. I feel like he could count cards. Probably. Um, because Killa was like saying, I think, mm-hmm. what everybody had. Uh, and so he was able to kind of count cards and he nailed it. Yeah. Uh, and then of course Killa had a five of a kind. Yes. Which was stupid. Yeah. Uh, and so... Well, that's, um, you know... Yeah. That's the whole... Yeah. The joke. Yeah. But I just... I love that moment because it felt very, like... There's that, that scene where the the gang is on Appa and they're flying yeah. through the desert. And Toph goes, oh, there it is. I see it. And everybody's like, oh, my God, where? <laughs> and, and, yeah. It's just that... Yeah. Yeah, there's a couple of good blind jokes. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So, I, I actually wanted to, to talk about that scene a little bit because... So John's hand, what he gets are, are two eights and two aces. Yeah. Which, here's a piece of trivia for you. Ooh. Um, so that is a famous hand. Okay. And it's a trope that you'll see in a lot of, like, westerns particularly, but you also see it in, like, James Bond movies and stuff. Okay. Where if people are playing poker, you can tell who's going to die based on what hand they get. Mm. And so there's this hand, and it's, it's the dead man's hand, which is a pair of aces and eights. And oh. it's because I can't remember exactly his name, but there's a there was a there's this legend of this guy who died in the old west uh-huh. who was like a famous card player and was good at like you know tricking people and stuff and then oh, he got yeah, killed yeah. and the last hand he ever had, had was, was two eight, aces and two eights. Uh, so gotcha. there's a little fun thing for you if you're ever watching like a western uh-huh. and you see somebody get aces and, and eights, eights, you're like. They're going to die. They're dead. That's how I knew John was going to die, right. unfortunately. Ah. Because he even says, he's like, oh, you got the dead man's it's hand. Me. And it's like, yeah. Yeah. yeah he's he's yeah. He's, got, he's a goner. Interesting. Um, I did not know that. Yeah. Very that's cool. A, that's a fun fact for you. Speaking of Killa, uh, he gets dropped on his head. Oh, my God. Which is really brutal. That was like the crunch. Yeah. Shout out to the sound designer. Oh, yeah. Because 
that might have been one of the worst crunches mm-hmm. ever. And just like the way his body folded. <laughs> like it was it just was gruesome. It was yeah. so grotesque. It's really bad. Uh it's funny. It is funny. I, like I I laughed. <laughs> uh it that fight was very interesting because I, I didn't know how they were gonna do it. But Killer was a heavy hitter. He's a heavy man, yeah. Dude, I, like, I was, I, I thought John was just gonna die right there. Yeah, because like some of the punches that that he was getting, mm-hmm. and like especially when when Killa threw him over the fucking edge. Oh yeah, I was like, God damn. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then yeah, he just gets dropped in his head, <laughs> and the and the expression he had on his face when he had died. Yeah, just was, pure joy. Was just <laughs> hilarious. Uh, and then I. That scene ends, I think, just as brutally yeah. because John gets over top of him because uh, John was asked by the Russian yeah, people, the Ruska Roma, yeah, uh, to kill that to kill Killa mm-hmm. because he had killed the father of the whoever. I forget yeah. her name. I forget all the names. They're That's Russian. Um, Russian names are hard. Uh, you just, just cram some consonants together and call it a day yeah and so they were like yeah you need to bring back proof of death yeah and i was like i don't know what he's gonna do the my first thing was like oh because there was like a lot of axes being thrown around i was like oh he's just gonna chop his head off right Mm -hmm. that makes the most sense whatever see it all the time No, no, no no he drops him on his head he goes down straddles him grabs his collar punches him in the teeth like four <laughs> times yeah. and then rips out a tooth. Oh yeah. I was like, what the fuck, John? Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, it's gnarly. Yeah. I was like, you could have just like cut his head off or mm-hmm. something. But yeah, it was that whole fight scene was brutal. It is brutal. What's what's kind of cool, so I apparently um Keanu is known for giving like rap party gifts to like people oh yeah, yeah um and there's an interview with scott adkins again on the, the kung fu movie guide podcast mm-hmm. um where he was talking about this was way before the movie was coming out so he couldn't say much yeah but he was talking about like he's like yeah keanu gave gifts to everyone and he's all he was talking about how like he gave all the stuntmen like watches like that was mm. his big thing but the gift he gave um scott adkins was a hatchet <laughs> and he gave him like one of the hatchets that they use on, oh, very on cool. set. So nice. uh, Scott Adkins has that with him. But I was like, I wonder what that's about. And then now watching the movie, I'm like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, like, that makes sense. Um, yeah. But yeah, that whole scene was a lot of fun. It it's reminiscent of the the club scene from the first one. Yes, but different. I mean, it's yes. different enough right. that it's it's interesting. Right. Um, I during that whole fight scene, there were a couple moments I found myself just looking at the dancers, yeah. like the partying people, <laughs> because man, some of those people were just going for they were it. They're just vibing, yeah. yeah, and like they didn't notice like at all what was mm-hmm. happening, yeah. And either that was because they were told not to, yeah, or they in directing, the director went, so yeah, you guys are probably on copious amounts of whatever drug mm-hmm. is readily available at one of these things yeah uh making it so that y- whatever's going on you're like hey whatever yeah right you're just so loosey-goosey that it doesn't matter right <sighs> yeah um and so yeah so, some of those dancers man they were <laughs> they were getting into it they were oh the scene with the nunchucks is great oh <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, he so 
Yeah, it was very funny because it was clear that, like, John Wick mm-hmm. didn't really know how to use nunchucks. <laughs> Because he ended up using them a lot as, like, a baseball bat. Yeah, he just whacks people yeah. with them, yeah. <laughs> he would, like, two-hand it and then uh-huh. just, like, wallop a guy in the face. There's a great there's a great moment where he's got them, but he's got them, like, chopsticks almost. Yeah. Like, he's got one, like, down, and then he's got one, like, between his fingers. Yeah. He's, like, jabbing, jabbing a guy it. with it. Yeah. And I was like, John, what are you doing? Wait, yeah, <laughs> like, you, they, you gotta, like, swing it around. It, no, I love that scene. It was very funny. I do. Oh, they they bring the motif of the pencil back. Oh yes. Um. So one guy we didn't really talk about. He's kind of like the, he's the Marquis like heavy. Oh um, his yeah. His name's Cheaty. Yeah. Um. That guy's played by Marco Zoror, who mm. is. Uh, he's a Chilean martial artist. Oh, okay. Um. He actually has a movie coming out this year. I think it's called. It's not Flight of the Condor. I can't remember. Yeah. Something of the Condor. Right. Um. He's he's pretty famous in martial arts circles because he's just like a, he's a big bruiser. Um, yeah, no, he he's really great. Good. He's got he's real fast. Yes, I don't know if you saw. Oh like, no, I was surprised. Yeah. I was like, damn, this dude's quick. He can move. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he gets stabbed with a pencil. Yep. Um, so they brought that back. Yeah, I think which, every movie has had a kill with a pencil. So, yeah, um, which I thought that's yeah, very cool. Yeah, it's a fun motif. Um, speaking of fast, uh, Donnie Yen is you know notorious for you know yip man yeah uh and there's a thing that yip man does which is that really oh the multi-punch the multi-punch uh when he pulled that out yep i was like yes yeah he chain punches the dude it's super cool it was very cool i do like i don't know why i think it's because i'm so used to him as yip man it's so funny to hear him curse I, I don't know, know why it's I, funny i know but like there's a he calls people motherfucker a few <laughs> times and there's one great line where in Mandarin he he says "lights out, assholes," yes. which I thought was great because he yep. he throws a, a flashbang. Oh yes, um, that was a that was a great sequence. That's very funny. I, I, I oh go ahead. Let Donnie Yen cuss more because I yes. think it's very funny. It is very funny. <laughs> Just the way he pronounces curse words, I think, is yeah. great. Yeah. Um, but there, what I liked about him too, we were talking about how his like blind acting. I like that he doesn't know where he's shooting. Like, he yes. vaguely knows. Yeah. But there's a lot of scenes where he's just shooting, shooting. in, like, a circle. <laughs> it's just a general area. Uh, and he's hoping that he'll get somebody. Yeah. Because there was, like, the scene uh, in that, like, armor place with the nunchucks mm-hmm. where uh, John and Kane are both on the ground and they're just shooting at each other. Yeah. And they stop because I think they're, like, out of bullets or something. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, quiet. And Kane, like, gets up and he, like, steps through this glass pane. He's like, John, are you dead? Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah, he was just blindly firing. Yeah, like, firing. like, how would he know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's um, what I mean. I like that he's not, like, a superhero. Yeah. Like, he's just a guy yeah. who knows how to kill people who yeah. is blind. Yes. Like, and he's pretty good, but, oh, like, yeah. he's still blind. blind. Like, yeah. he doesn't know where he's going. No. Uh, I did like that his Kane was a sword yes. as well. Oh, I think of course. It was yeah. baller as fuck. It was. Um... I like, too, that when he stabs people, he just stabs them, like, enough times, times that yeah. he just knows they're dead. Like, yeah. He yeah. can't really take any chances, so he's just like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just... It's like that knife game with your hand, except oh, yeah. you hit your fingers instead. Yeah. Um, oh, and I like... I mean, it's something that he's always done, but I feel like it's more in this movie where John is willing to just throw his gun... Oh yeah, I think it's very funny. Like <laughs> he threw so many, he throws things. so many things at people. Like I love the John Wick fighting style of just whatever yeah. works. Like, yeah, 
If you shoot a man four times and he's not dead, <laughs> hit him with the gun. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because some, something's going to get him dead. And I like, too, like, because he gets... He gets this gun. I think it's called like a Viper. Yes. Um, and part of the, I guess, one of the features of that gun <laughs> is that if you take the, um, the slide off, the slide off, it's got like a knife. Yeah. And he just stabs Stab a guy that. with, <laughs> with yeah. the slideless gun. Yeah. Well, and it's funny because it was given to him by I don't know the I can't remember the, the Bowery guy. King. The Bowery King. I yeah. want to call him Morpheus. He, yeah, um, he's Morpheus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he knows John so well. Like, he yeah. knows his audience. Mm-hmm. Because he he like presents it to him, yeah, and and he highlights that where he's like, if you know, you if you're in close quarters and you're mm-hmm. in a bind, it has a hell of a bite, yeah. right? Um, and I was like, I don't know what that means necessarily, yeah. And then during that fight scene, he took the slide off and then started stabbing. I was like, yeah. oh, <laughs> it has a, a powerful bite. Okay, I get it. And yeah, he just he knew his audience. And he knew that John at some point was going to run out of bullets. Yeah. And so he's like, yeah, here's a gun that once you run out of bullets, then becomes a knife. Yeah. So have fun. Have fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, we don't talk about, we didn't talk about him really, but what I love about uh, the Bowery King is that he's crazy. Oh yeah. He's and just I, straight up. Balloon. I like that he's just monologuing to himself at the start <laughs> of the film. Like he's just yeah. doing this Bible quote. Yep. And then he ends it by saying, it's the motherfucking King. Yeah. <laughs> I love him. I'm so glad. Do you think? Well, if John, if if Keanu had any say in casting, I'm wondering if he was like, "Hey, can we get?" Him yeah, back? he was. He, he was. Okay, he was good. the reason he's in that. Good. I I'm glad that that he was like, let's let's get the gang back together. Yeah, I think because Lawrence Fishburne, he's one of those guys where he's like, he's criminally underused. Yes. Like. I don't, I don't know if I've ever told a story. I met him once. Really? Yes. Very brief. This is not an interesting story. But um, without doxing myself, I work in a very um, touristy area mm. in Albuquerque. And um, Lawrence Fishburne was here because he was filming Magi- or, uh, MacGruber, okay. which was that MacGyver parody that was on Peacock. Oh, okay. Um, and it was during... It wasn't during COVID, but it was like 20, it was like mid 2021. Okay. So they were still doing masks in New Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a bunch of people were like, you know, going in and out of where I work. And I, I think it was like Memorial Day or somewhere, you know, so they weren't filming that day. Yeah. And this guy walked into the store that I work at and he like looked around for a while and I was like, that guy looks really familiar. Uh-huh. Um, and then he bought something and he like came to the counter and as soon as he talked, I was like, oh shit. Oh shit. That's, that's, <laughs> that's Lawrence Fishburne. And I could see, cause like he had a mask on, but I, you yeah. know, just from his eyes and from yeah. his voice, I was like, that's definitely him. Yeah. Um, but I didn't, I didn't bother him. Yeah. I was just like. I checked him out or yeah. whatever, and I was like, you know, yeah, we'll see you. See ya. <laughs> um, and he left. I did, you know, I didn't yeah. acknowledge who he was, but um, on the inside, you're like, oh my I was god. like, oh my god, it's Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I, I, it, that's happened a few times. Yeah, where I've like met moderately famous people. Oh yeah. Um, just leave them alone for the yeah. most part. Yeah. That would be if you're listening to this and you meet yeah. someone famous, just, just leave them alone. Just leave them be. Unless you're doing like a meet and greet where it's like express. Yeah. Like, uh, explicitly, like you mm-hmm. are meeting this person, you get to talk to him. Yeah. If you just see him out in the wild, 
Just let just them be. Just let them be. Yeah. Or, like, if you're in a situation where, like... Because I see this all the time, right? Like, where someone's trying to do something. Yes. Right? Like, if they're trying to get coffee, yeah. or they're eating, or they're at the store... Let them finish, yes. then go ask them for a picture or whatever. Like, yeah. don't bother them while they're just living their life. Like, yeah. that's how you end up with a shitty interaction. Yes. I found for the most part, if you just leave people alone, they're very nice. Yep. You know, and if you're going to say something, like, be respectful. Yeah. You know, be like, I like your work. Okay. Like, I think you're, yeah. you know, whatever. Don't be like, I love you, you know, yeah. or whatever. Because yeah. that's how you end up being a weirdo. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. You know, we've, we've grown up in, or not grown up, we've worked a lot in the, like, uh, like film and theater yeah, industry, yeah, yeah. and so we've been around famous people, and yeah. so, because, like, I would help load in and load out Broadway shows, yeah. and a lot of those actors were mm-hmm. very famous, yeah. right? Because they were on tour doing Book of Mormon, Wicked, mm-hmm. right? So they're well-known. Um and yeah, and, and like I've met like other like I've met I met Watsky a yeah. few times. I've you know, run into various people because we live in New Mexico. Yeah. They film a lot of shit here. They do, yeah. <laughs> I've been on the set of uh, I was on the set of Longmire. Yeah. Um and yeah, I I think not enough people get the experience to like meet a famous person so mm-hmm. they don't know how to act around a famous person. Yeah. But when you've been around them enough, you're like it's just a person. It is just a person. I I would say like there are famous people who are dicks, right? Oh, absolutely. And they yeah. are very full of themselves. Yes. And you but the thing is, right, like you get a pretty good sense for like yeah. who that's going to be uh-huh. before you even meet them. Yeah. But for the most part, like every time I've met like somebody who's, you know, of a certain status, mm-hmm. they if you just treat them like regular people, they're yeah. super cool. Oh yeah. Um I was doing um uh, door monitor duty for one of the Broadway shows. Yeah. And there was like this big scene going on and one of the actors came off mm-hmm. um, and he's kind of breathing a little heavy mm-hmm. and I like turned I was like, you all right? And he was like, yeah, I just, I need some water, uh, you know, high altitude and all that. I was like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, there's just some water like right over there. And you know, and I just, again, you treat them like a person. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, thanks, right? Mm-hmm. Famous person, yeah. right? Uh, but... They're just a person. Yeah, and you're you're gonna have a better interaction yeah. if you're just like treat them like a person. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, a lot of a lot of famous people like to talk about themselves. Yes. Um, but a lot of them don't. Also, yeah. so it's just just like regular yeah. people. Yeah. Like I love to talk about myself. Oh yeah. I love it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So if I was famous, I'm sure that's all I'd want to talk about. Right. You know. Yeah. I'd be like, did you see me? Yeah. That's me up there. That's I was <laughs> I did that. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I hate talking about myself. Um, yeah, that's right. Um, do I? Oh, now I gotta introspect. Oh boy. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway. Yeah. What is it talking about? It doesn't. Oh, I met Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, he's yeah. great. He's the best. Yeah, oh yeah, he sounds like an amazing. Yeah, he's guy. very nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. So. But yeah, he's great in this. Yeah, he is. Um, he's very good. <laughs> he's very funny. Yeah. He he's just he just shows up and you're like, oh, there he is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and and I agree too because like. I feel like he is underutilized. Yeah. Because there's a lot of roles that I was like, man, you could put Lawrence Fishburne in that and mm-hmm. he'd be really good. Yeah. Right? Because, like, I mean, I feel like he's really only known for Matrix and yeah. and this. I mean, he's he, he was nominated for an Oscar. I can't remember for what. He's been in some major stuff, but right. it is unfortunate that he hasn't had, like... 
Like, he should be Denzel. You know what yes. I mean? Like, he's yeah, that exactly. breadth of actor, but yeah. he just doesn't get the credit he deserves. I, yeah. I don't know why that is, but... Yeah. Um, like, he's in... He's not in The Matrix 4, mm. which I'm in the rare um, group of people who kind of liked that movie, but... Um, I haven't seen it. If there's one thing that that movie is sorely missing it's him yes like because i think he brings a gravitas that like yeah you don't get from a lot of actors yeah but i well, don't like he that that's morpheus man yeah like you can't have the matrix without no morpheus and don't get me wrong yaya abdul mateen the second is the best but <laughs> yeah uh, i mean just listen to his name but. yeah <laughs> incredible but he's not Lawrence fishburne no um, i don't think anybody can be Lawrence. Fishburne. no but i think that's all i have to say yeah do you got anything else um, I'm trying to like think of the whole movie, the the marquee man, he, good villain. He did. His name is Bill Skarsgård, right? Yeah, yeah. He did such a good job. Mm-hmm. Like, like from the moment we meet him, I immediately hated him. I was like, oh, oh yeah. this guy's a huge dong. Yeah, he sucks. Like, yeah, he's just the worst. Yeah. <laughs> um, and. And it made his death very satisfying. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, but that's a testament to the actor because, like, f- like, fuck. Like, he's just so good. Yeah, he was great. Yeah, and, and he was one of those villains where he's not, like, outwardly evil, mm-hmm. right? He's just sort of, like, snivelly and slimy about it. Yeah. Um, and he's very manipulative. Mm-hmm. And... And you could tell that, he, like, the character grew up in, like, a sort of... A, he was, like, a spoiled brat. Right. And so if he didn't get what he wanted, he would just throw a tantrum. Yeah. Um, which goes back to the scene where Mr. Nobody kept hanging up on him. <laughs> uh, which I thought was just so funny. That's a great scene. Yeah. And so, yeah. I loved him. The the very opening or not the opening scene the desert scene where John is chasing those guys down on oh, the yeah. horse and he goes to the high table whatever yeah the elder the whatever. elder yeah I didn't think he was gonna shoot him I had a feeling he was going to but. I, there was a part of me that was like yeah he might shoot him but I was like eh, I don't know uh, because I didn't know what the ramifications of that would have been right. and I think that might have been another like docking of points is that like we see him shoot that guy. Uh-huh. It's brought up, like, maybe once or twice, and then never again. Yeah. And I'm like, I feel like there should be worse things that happen. Yeah. Or, like, there should be, like, as part of one of the, as one of the themes is of these movies, consequences. Like, what right. was the consequence of that? John just mm-hmm. sort of was able to do that, and then what? Yeah. It was brutal. He double-tapped the fucker. Yeah, he did. Uh, But... I think it also kind of made sense that he shot him. Yeah. Because, like, the that elder was like, yeah, you're not going to shoot me. You can't shoot me. Right. And John was like, yeah, watch me. <laughs> and then just, yeah, just capped his ass. Yeah. Um, that was interesting. I didn't really understand that whole scene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was still kind of cool. Yeah. Seeing him chase down some dudes on a horse. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I think that's all I got. Yeah. I liked, uh, in the Ahsoka, uh, not the Ahsoka, (laughs) Osaka (laughs) Continental, Uh when it was starting to get, like, raided. Oh, yeah. 
and the the manager like walks into the kitchen mm-hmm. and he's like we're going to have guests prepare to give hospitality oh yeah and at first i thought that just meant you know we're going to make them food and we're going to sit down and chat yeah and then they opened up all the cabinets and they're just swords yeah and bows and arrows and shit and i was like oh, oh that kind of hospitality <laughs> i see now um and that whole fight scene in the uh, osaka Continental was so cool. Yeah. Because, and this movie I think was really cool because like in all the other ones, we've only really had knives and guns. Yeah. In this one, we now get bows and arrows and swords. Yes. Which yeah. I think was a nice sort of. Nice addition. Nice. Yeah. It was yeah. a, it was a, uh, it was fresh, you know, it was fresh. Um, having, having swords and, and bows and arrows and that sort of stuff. And people were using the bows in a very creative way, especially yeah. the daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, she was kind of using it the way John was using the nunchucks. It's just like a bat. Yeah. And just smacking people. She also point blanks a dude with an arrow. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I think that's one of my favorite things when yeah. people like, they're like kicking or like they're like tussling and they're using the thing and then the person with the bow like gets the upper hand, gets them down on the ground and then just like yeah. right in the face. I'm like, would that work? I think I guess it would. I I mean it had, yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. It's a great movie. It is a good movie. It's fantastic. It's but and it's also one of those where it's like there's so much in it, it's like hard yeah. to pick out. Yeah. Like, individual moments. Yeah. Which is why I said most of the time we tend to, like... Because I like to watch things multiple times before mm-hmm. I talk about it, but... With this, yeah. With this, I mean, I think we've... we've I mean, we've got an hour and a half out of it, so... Uh, yeah, yeah, that's you know. true. Uh, I, I thought also the way they decided, like, how the duel would happen... Oh, was that was re- interesting, That was yeah. very interesting. Uh, I was a little bummed that they didn't do swords. I would have loved to see... That would have been funny. I, yeah. I would have loved to see a sword fight. Mm-hmm. Um, the gun, though, was great. And the guns they used were really cool. Very cool. They or were, neat. Yeah, they were like the like the classic like flintlock, except yeah. it used, like... Those had to be like 45 yeah. <laughs> or some shit. And yeah, it cracked, slammed it in the back, yeah. popped it, and the thing back it was single shot and hand loaded uh they were really cool guns yeah they, they looked lo- heavy they loaded like a shotgun uh, yeah, yeah which i thought was interesting yeah but. and they yeah they were just they looked heavy they did look heavy um but yeah that and that whole duel was very fun it's a great movie i love it yeah it's so good probably oh gosh i've only seen two movies this year i think oh shit i mean like you know in the theater in the, right um because I saw Scream 6 oh. a few weeks ago, and then this. Oh, no. I saw Ant-Man 2. Oh, okay. How was that? That was fine. <laughs> <laughs> Another Marvel movie? Well, the, the thing is, right, like... <laughs> uh-huh. That's always the start of a conversation. Yeah. Um, I don't want to get too deep into it, because this is so not the format. But um, I have not seen a Marvel movie in the theater since... Doctor Strange 2. Okay. The second, which was like early last year. Yeah. Um, so like everything that's come in between, I have just missed. Right. Um, so I didn't hate it. Like I thought it was fine. Yeah. Um, it made me laugh. Like it kept that's me entertained. Good. Yeah. I think the problem is at this point that I, I think the, the format has gotten old, I guess. Like, the problem is that, like, 
I think certain movies have come about that have kind of made Marvel movies look trivial yeah. in a way. Not just trivial, but like, I don't know, like insincere. Yeah. Like I think people are yearning for a bit of sincerity yeah. right now, which say what you will about John Wick, like even though it does have kind of that tongue in cheek, like dark humor. Yeah. I think there is something nice about a movie that, takes itself seriously yes you know like no one's like pointing out how dumb their situation is or no. like hanging a lantern on it right like right. everybody is like very i don't know they aware they're aware of the situation that they're in and that and they realize that like this is like fucked right and i like that it's refreshing to watch a movie like a big action blockbuster yeah that felt like grounded yes and not to say real because like it's the dumbest thing in the world like it's (laughs) yeah it felt like people in a room talking to each other yes like it didn't feel like it was all shot on different days on a green screen yeah even though that last bit was a little floaty at least it still felt like keanu and donnie were in the same room yes i don't know yeah um well and like even like all the stuff with like john thinking about his wife Mm -hmm. and stuff like it, it got me choked up a little bit at the end, yeah. right? Um, and I don't, like, I can't remember the last time a Marvel movie made me feel that way. No, I th- I just think, I think Marvel, if you're listening, and I know you're listening. Yeah. They're not listening. No. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I just think. figure it out, man. I, no, I think the problem is that people want something new. Not uh, new, but they want something that feels tangible. Intangible. You know, like yeah. I, I think the problem with Ant Man is it. None of it felt like it was like happening, like <laughs> because it's like all in this yeah. like green screen Phantom Menace world where it's like yeah. nothing. Like, and that's a and that is derogatory toward Phantom Menace because Phantom <laughs> Menace has a lot of like real sets and yeah. like yeah, and it just I I don't know I think people myself in particular. And I think I'm tired of movies that look ugly. Yes. And I think Marvel movies are so gray and like yeah. muddy and they're just lacking in like in color and creative flavor. choices. Like Yes. Like the, like John Wick like it's a different thing entirely but like it's like bathed in like color and yep. like and, and there's just like there's like even just like the shots. Mm-hmm. Right? There are certain just like camera angles and mm-hmm. and and going back to like the costumes of the marquee. Yeah. Like there he never once wore the same thing. No. He was he was this like incredibly dynamic character. Right. And I think that's what made him like so interesting and and just like a good villain. Yeah. Because he wasn't like always in the same suit saying i'm an evil guy right he was constantly changing he was like there was a black suit there was a mm-hmm. red suit a white suit right yeah there's a sparkly one yeah. right and which is like a lot of that stuff i was like that's a very interesting choice because you know not all villains are going to be wearing that sort of thing they're right. always portrayed in this like dark gloomy like edgy like i'm right. a villain i'm evil thing yeah. right this dude you know lounging back in this really bright nice looking suit mm-hmm. um and yeah and just like the lighting mm-hmm. like the whole scene in the osaka continental yeah 
green lights Mm -hmm. and it's dark, but you can still see stuff. That's another issue I have with a lot of movies right now. Yeah. Is that it's too damn dark. It is so fucking dark. Why is everything so dark? Let me see shit. (laughs) Like, like the, the, the best example that I've always, that I always see is the, the battle of Helm's deep. Yeah. In Lord of the Rings. Mm -hmm. Right. It's at nighttime, Mm -hmm. but you can see everything. Yep. You can see every fucking orc mm-hmm. and urukai, and you can you see all the details because that's the point. Yeah, and it's it. Yeah, I don't if, know because yeah. you can't see anything and you don't know what's going on. Right, and I, you're having to like squint. And... I think yeah, I, I don't know where the sentiment came from that like shooting nighttime means shooting in the dark. Like yeah. I don't know. No, it doesn't make sense. Like, in the theater, right, when we're having a night scene, mm-hmm. it's not... We don't make the stage dark. Right. We use cool colors and yes. we dim the lights yes. a little bit. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. To show, ah, it is now nighttime. Yes. Right? All I need to say is that, or what I want to say, okay. is if you are making your movie dark to hide your CGI, maybe just, just don't use that much CGI. Like, right. You can make practical sets. I don't, I don't, I don't know, or, man. Or go on location. Find a nice place in the world because we have some of the most amazing sites and locations in the world. Yep. And now guess what? You don't have to use CGI. Yeah. I don't know. You might have to do a little bit of color correcting, mm-hmm. but Christ. Yeah. Anyway. Anywho. We already rated the movie. Yeah. Um. But big thumbs up from me. Oh, huge. Two two thumbs up, and if I could give, like, toes up. Oh. Oh, four toes up. There you go. Um, Yeah. Well, well I, maybe. I'm trying to think. I think the next time a big movie like this comes out, it's going to be Indiana Jones. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I think that's the next big action yeah. blockbuster. When does Oppenheimer come out? July. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. I, that's not an action movie. Um, no, but we can go see it. Well, yeah, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go see it. So I want to see what they got right. Yeah. Um, so we'll do this again. Yeah. It's kind of fun. Yeah. But... I'd love to talk about the Indiana Jones movies. I oh yeah, love we Indiana will. Jones. Well, your your uh, your birthday's coming up. Birthday. So that's what we're gonna. That's what we're doing for your birthday. Birthday. Um. But anyway. Yeah. Uh. Next week. Next episode. Uh, we've been talking. About a lot of white guys. Yep. Lately. Yep. Um, so I had an idea. Okay. I think we're going to watch something with a little more diversity in it. Okay. Um, I've been meaning for a while uh, to talk about... I want I want to talk about a black exploitation film. Okay. So I think we're going to watch Cleopatra Jones, which okay. is a... Uh, it's a film from the 70s. Okay. Uh, it's real weird. All right. It's wacky as hell. I'm ready. Um... But I, I just think, you know, we need to take a break from talking about a bunch of white dudes. Yeah. Um, no, I agree. I agree. So let's, we'll switch it up. But Hell yeah. look forward to that next time. Uh, let's do it. Keep, you know, check that out if you're wanting to keep up with us. But yep. um, yeah. So uh, if you liked this episode, go ahead and give us a nice review. Yeah. How many John Wick's dogs out of five should they give us? Ten. Ten dogs out of ten. Ten dogs out of five. Ten to, oh. <laughs> yeah. Give us all of the dogs. All the dogs. Um, but the but dogs. if we're rating it on stars, how many oh, on stars? stars? Uh, 
Well, I always say as many as you can give. As many as you can give. As many as you can spare, you know. Spare stars, man. Spare some stars. Yeah. Um, if you're rating us on iTunes or a platform that allows you to leave a written review, say something nice. Yeah. Uh, we appreciate it. Yeah. Um, say what's up. Say what's up. If you can't do that or if you don't want to, just share it with a friend. Yeah. Uh, I've been... Uh, shout out to Edgar if you're listening to this one. He's one of my coworkers. Hi, Edgar. Uh, yeah, I was... I think it was like Thursday or Friday. I was, he was like, I was like, oh yeah, you got any plans for the weekend? He was like, eh, you know, whatever, not really. I'm going to go do this and I'll do this. He was like, what do you got planned? I was like, oh yeah, I got to go, you know, record for my podcast. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh shit, you got a podcast? And I was like, hell yeah. And he was like, dope. And he immediately followed and listened hell to, yeah. uh, I forget which episode he listened to, but yeah, he listened. Right yeah. on. Well, thanks so, Edgar. Yeah. Shout out to Edgar. See you on Monday. Um, or whenever. <laughs> if you have an Edgar in your life, yeah. uh, just tackle them. Yeah. Shove an earpod, an AirPod <laughs> in their ear, and uh, hit play. Yep. Probably start with Mexican American. Yeah. That, no, don't start with no, that don't one. Do that. <laughs> I sh- I have showed so many people at my work uh-huh. Mexican American, or Good. not even just like the full thing, just like just scenes, the trailer or the scene. The yeah. scenes. It's awful. Is it's so awful? It's so bad. Also, I realized this week. This is so off topic. <laughs> I hope this episode brings in some listeners because I realized that I think part of the reason we struggle to grow as a podcast is because oh. I keep picking movies nobody's ever seen before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, ah, oh, Mexican-American. This is like our funniest episode okay. yet. It's got yeah. like six views on YouTube. And I'm yeah. like, well, maybe because no one's seen the movie, that could be why no one's listening to the episode. <laughs> yeah, they're like, why would I want to listen to this yeah. about something I've never even heard of before? Um, so, hey, we did it. We we talked about a movie people have probably actually seen. There you go. Um, but anyway, yeah. uh, if you'd like to recommend us a movie that you've seen, uh, you can email us mm-hmm. at vivalaaction at gmail.com. Fax it. Fax it Don't to fax us it. at no, no. fax number. <laughs> um, you can text me at five. No. <laughs> Here's where I live. Here's you can send me mail. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I just lost. Oh, um, you can follow us on social media. We are Viva La Action everywhere, including Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, TikTok, and YouTube. YouTube. Um, you can find Grayson. At your local animal shelter, trying to pet a pit bull. Yeah. And you'll find me uh, licking a doorknob. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, that's been the show. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Why would I be licking a doorknob? I don't know.